This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. We are the New York Knicks. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Come on, Gordon. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Harvey and Joe along the way till midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons here on 98.7. Gordon, the third time the Knicks clinched a playoff series without trailing in the deciding game over the last quarter century. Do you realize that song is almost 30 years old? It is. It is. I remember sitting in the garden when it first came out. And what they did then. What a young man you were then, right? uh, And I thought... A young man who thought, a young man, Gordon, who thought that there would be sustainable success with the Knicks. Future's bright. <laughs> the world is so. the oh, world was your oyster back then. That's right. Absolutely. Starks and Mason and mm-hmm. Oakley and Patrick Ewing and Derek Harper, Doc Rivers. I mean, you know, um, Hubert Davis and Greg Anthony. Oh, we were ready to go. We were, this was it. It was sustainable success. Charles Smith. Charles Smith. And then we were going to, you know, beat beat Michael and beat Reggie. Got to get him one of these years, right? Yeah. Never did. Never did. Never did. Never did. <laughs> the names changed. <laughs> but 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 the results were the same. Yep. <laughs> no titles. It's crazy. But that was then, Gordon, and this is now. I'm not Absolutely. talking title, but I'm talking positivity. Get to the first round. Beat a team that had the better record than you, mm-hmm. who didn't have and you did not have home court, but you played well at home, which was a positive thing, which was not the way it was during the regular season. And now you're just sitting back waiting, hoping that the longer it takes, Randall's ankle gets better, and you have uh, more time to scout. You get to look at both teams, even though you know Miami pretty well. <laughs> you know Miami. You know you know what my Miami is like a mirror image of the Knicks. So you know what you're going to face. It's going to be if. If you thought this series was physical, the Knicks were physical, both teams will be physical if they have to play Miami. Both. And if it is Miami, let's hope it's after a nice game seven that goes triple overtime. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you play the day afterwards. Mm-hmm. The, the, like, right. Get, if, get, get right game away. Seven Absolutely. On a Sunday, yep. mm-hmm. Game seven on the Sunday. We see you Tuesday in New York. <laughs> That's what you want. Right away. Boom. Right away. Back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Buddha. He's in the Bronx. Buddha, you're next on 987. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, listen, I got a Knicks fan here. Let me let her say what she got to say <laughs> before I get into my sports points. You know how it is. I just wanted to say I tried to tell you guys about those Knicks. And the ball moves better without Randall. I'm sorry. Just does. And tell me why we can't beat either the Bucks or, well, it looks like the Heat, and go to the conference final. Mitchell Robinson was very impressive. You're right, he was. He no was. Yeah. Did we yeah, say that sure. they can't beat whoever they play now? I don't think that we said that. No, you know? no, no, no. She was just talking about, y'all oh, talking okay. about Cleveland, how tough Cleveland was going to be, you know. Right. And she's an OB top, yeah. she's an OB topping guy, so you know, a gal. So you know how it is. Well, she was happy tonight. Anyway. Oh yeah. 
All right. The Knicks fans should be proud, though, her included. You know, the Eastern Conference Finals is, is wide open. Uh, listen, this is the best team the Knicks have had since 99. You know, uh, listen, Todd Butler, I love you to death. What happened to the Lakers tonight? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> You know, Gordon, and I love you to death, Gordon. I don't need to come at you like this, but tell me, tell me, this is this is the best. This is this is the best work obligation you've had with the Knicks in a while. (laughs) What do you mean? No, I I like watching the Knicks, but like you have to be honest. There's a doubt that comes after 20 years of ineptitude that you expect that there's going to be. Uh, you know, the, the other shoe is going to drop. So I, I'm not, I have not been fully on board. I didn't think the Knicks were going to win. I didn't pick the Knicks to win this series, but I'm enjoying it. It's great. I'm watching them either way. No, you are watching them as long as the Yankees are not on. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not, that's not true at all. Tell, tell her to quiet down back there. I hear her laughing away. Yeah, it's a good time. You know how it is. But look, you know, Listen, like I said, the Knicks, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You know, and I'm not a Knicks fan. When I look at them, and I look at the, like, and I look at this Eastern Conference, is wide open. You cannot tell me that they don't have a puncher's chance. They have more than a puncher's chance against the Heat. And for whatever reason, Milwaukee, you know, they're playing well tonight. But you know, something's going on there. You can't tell me the Knicks don't have a chance against them. You know, I'm looking at Giannis and Jimmy Butler. You know, they're very different players. And I'm going to throw Clay Thompson in the mix for that, too. Hmm. All three of those guys are very different players. But, you know, I I, I love them like my daughter used to love Teddy Ruxpin back in the days. I mean, like, all three of those guys, you know, in in a big spot, they never come up small. And like I said, they all do it very differently. You know, um, and I just say this lastly, you know, and this is my thing. I, you know, my wife was talking to you guys about the Knicks and all that. I just talked to you guys about these Kings. You know, all I kept hearing was how, like the Warriors pedigree. It all sounds good until you get on the court with a team that doesn't understand that they're not supposed to be there. That's number one. Uh, third, the second thing is they're not scared of you. That's number two. And then the third thing, which is. A very, you know, a, a very um, strong asset for them. And I don't know if they're going to win this game or win the series. Like I said, I, I thought it would go six or seven. I think the Warriors will win. But Mike Brown been on that bench. You understand what I'm saying? Mike mm-hmm. Brown know how to push Draymond Green's buttons. Yeah. Mike Mike Brown knows, you know, that Jordan Poole doesn't play any defense. You know, Mike Brown knows that Kaminga is an athlete, but they don't know how to use him and – his minutes could fluctuate from 10 tonight to 2 tomorrow to he doesn't play for three or four games. So let's see how this plays out. I mean, listen, these playoffs, these NBA playoffs this year, I don't know what it is. I guess it's because we have, like, a lot of guys who were supposed to be, like, Kawhi being hurt and Durant going to another team. This thing is so wide open. Mm-hmm. And if you're a true NBA fan, like, it's like being a kid in a candy store right now. It really is. It is, and a lot of really good performances, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call, and to Mrs. Buddha as well. It's 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 been interesting, Gordon. It really has, and I think, listen, he comes under a lot of criticism, and because he's never around. But I mean, Kawhi Leonard with a with a miscus. <sighs> I mean, again, can't you can't rely on a guy like that? I mean, you know, and Paul George too. Oh, I mean, the, I, the, the 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 dynamic duo, right? I mean, if you're the owner, if you're the owner of the Clippers, who's got a lot of money, 
You're just like, and, you, and he lives his team. I mean, he oh, rides. He rides. He's every, like the Ira of Staten Island, but <laughs> but but actually owns the team. <laughs> he is. He rides on every shot. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. He enjoys his team. I give him credit. He yes. enjoys his team. Can you imagine? Oh, owning a team. You, you, you made the right moves, Gordon. You paired Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. with Paul George, mm-hmm. and you still haven't won anything because they can't stay healthy. They can't stay on the court. So frustrating. Yeah. And and, and look, it is wide open. And it is. You take a look at uh, the game five tonight. Milwaukee trailing by two in the third quarter. You would figure that tonight they would respond and come out at home, you know, do or die game. They got to have this game. Yep. And by the third quarter, they'd be up 15. They'd be, you know, just crushing them. They can't seem to shake them, Larry. Like Memphis in L.A. Like Memphis mm-hmm. in L.A. You right, expect, okay, absolutely. let's turn it. Okay, listen. Yep. Y- y'all can rest up. We're going back We're going back to L.A. Y'all yes. can rest up. We'll see Let, you there because yeah, this is over. Yeah, let's put this, this idea out of their mind. They can't seem to shake the heat. I know. I know. 1-800-919-3776. Aaron Rodgers made a very, very, very entertaining and I think a really good showing today, Gordon. We'll talk about him after a few more Nick calls next on 987 ESPN. I have these notes, but I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Well, here's the thing. He's, he's, he's lucky. Uh, he's actually got – he has to look on the bright side. He's in Cleveland. <laughs> And I'm sure that there will be some blowback in Cleveland. It's not, uh, it's not Edmonton. It's not Moose Jaw, right? I mean, it's, it, it is, a, you know, they got the sports fans in Cleveland. Yes. But before too long, it'll be Cleveland Browns training camp, and it'll fade into oblivion. It, mm-hmm. won't, be, it won't be that big a deal. If that happened here, man, oh. and he showed up anywhere, mm-hmm. he would hear about it. He so would. He's, he's, he's in the right spot. He is. He is. Boy, that trade looks pretty good right now, Gordon. <laughs> I'm going to lie to you. That trade looks pretty good right now. Well, I'll say this. If the Knicks had made that trade and it played out the way it played out for the Cavaliers, and I don't know that that's fair. Right. I mean, that's it's true. completely different. different but if that played out, oh, God, Larry, that would be the old Knicks, right? That's the yes, way things work right. for the old Knicks, where they make the big deal. Everybody says you got to make the big deal, and then you know, the big deal falls flat in the playoffs. Oh, the verified Nick haters would be out in force, Larry. They would be chanting outside the MSG studios, <laughs> banging on the glass. They would. Oh. They definitely would. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Back to the phones. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. He's next on 98.7. What's up, Trey? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? That's, I mean, gee, I don't, I don't want to belabor the point about the, the whole Luka Doncic thing. The same thing that you just said right now is the same thing that worries me about getting somebody like him. We're going to have to give up everything, and then we're going to look crazy when this dude don't don't develop in the playoffs, and we're looking crazy. Yeah, I just don't want that. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to. I don't want to really get. I don't really want to get deep with that. Um, a segment ago, y'all were talking about the the, the New York song, the Go New York song. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all love it, and I mean, we all, it's nostalgic. It's time for something new. Would you agree, Gordon, Larry? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the fans okay. love that song, though. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 fans it. love it. I know, no, but listen, fans love it, and but by and large, we look like clowns on the low. I mean, it's time for something <laughs> new. It's time for something new. We need to yeah. spruce it up. So, so hold on. So, luckily, there's an artist out of Brooklyn named Sky Zoo. Mm-hmm. He's one. He's done a wonderful track called "Blue and Orange Everything." Harvey Joe, please look that song up. It is clean. There's no cursing in it or nothing like that. This man is talking about the Knicks all up and through it. He's a great artist. He's out of Brooklyn, New York. He's amazing. So you got to check this guy. And the name of the song is Blue and Orange Everything. Sky Zoo. He's amazing. You got to play it. It's amazing. And it's just a spruce up. And you know what? Since everybody loves to go New York, it's even in the song. So you're not even taking away nothing. It's a great song. We need to start playing that a little more. We need to kind of lay this old one to rest a little bit. We need to be new now. We got new things popping. So we got to have some new energy, too. So just just a thought. Um the game tonight was 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 a, was a good game. I mean, this is what you do. You put your foot on their neck, man. You don't, uh, you know, uh, that that guy that does the show on ESPN in the morning, and he's he's got the forehead and the thing, and the gray suits. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, yeah, we gonna lose tonight, yeah, but New York stand up on Friday. Mm-hmm. Nah, bruh. nah, bruh. We yo, we finish, finish, complete. That 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 team was dead, man. I know. That Cleveland, you know, they were a great offensive team in the regular season. They shot horribly. A lot of that had to do with our defense, but they shot horribly. And they got nothing from their bigs. And they're depleted because of the trade. But that's another story for another day. The Knicks look good tonight. I like the the, uh, the win win all the way from the beginning to the end. I thought it was needed. I hope that, like with uh, what Gordon just said, man, that they can just that, that that Milwaukee series with the Heat, they can just stretch it out to like game seven. If they could go quadruple overtime on some Syracuse in the Big East final, I could do that too. Let let let's go six overtimes, Gordon. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I mean, let's do I, it. I, I want them beat up. I want Clubber Lang. I want Apollo Creed and Rocky Four beat up when they come to see us. You know, and for I the hear Knicks, what you're saying, you, Trey, but but I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here, my friend. And thanks for the phone call. I don't want any excuses. I want to. I'll take them the way they are. If you, if you, if you are confident in your performance and your team, and I get the idea about Randall, I understand that that's what the whole thing is about—to give Randall some more time. But Gordon, if they can continue, especially on the defensive end, the rebounding—it might be a bit more of a challenge with, uh, you know, with 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 Milwaukee because they're a little bigger. But I, I'm right. Listen, take them whenever they're ready. Let's go. Let's go. Whenever they're ready, we're ready. Whenever they're ready, let's go. Um, I hear what you're saying, and I'm, it's not like I'm saying, oh, no, we can't do it I know if you're it's not. that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't mind if they, they go game seven. You know, mm-hmm. Let's uh, stretch it out. Because you know what? Those people who will be looking for those excuses, you just point to the scoreboard, right? Yeah, you could. You could, but you know, when the team is on the roll, it's the same thing, Gordon. When you're on the roll, I don't want them to rest too much. <laughs> that is true. That I kind of want them to keep that momentum going. I kinda, well, it's going to be know, tough for us. Rolling. I mean, I know it's going to be tough to not have Nick games here, maybe for what, like a week? Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just catch up on all the NFL draft that we won't be we won't be able to talk about because we're talking Knicks. And Milwaukee has <laughs> when we were talking there before about Milwaukee yes. can't shake the heat. They did they, they did go on a little bit of a run now. So they got an eight point lead, but still eight points. In your nothing. building. Yeah. In your building. Must In win. Your, yeah, that's that's not it's not good enough. It's not good enough. They aren't. Uh Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose? Hey 
Oh, good evening, guys. Um, feeling fantastic with this Nick win, and I am awesome and stoked and kind of hoping um, this that, that series does go all the way to seven for, for you know, just for, for the rest sake. Um, just wanted to get some points out on the game. I really thought um, Josh Hart was uh, just fantastic on, on the boards getting um, getting double digits and so is Mitchell um, so is um, Ro- um, Robinson as well and I just gotta say it, it, it was so refreshing for this Nick to t- team to win against Cleveland because to hear you know the radio and the media all year long overhype Donovan Mitchell and the trade just for you know talking point sake was, was, was all great but I just never felt that the Knicks team was was that much worse than the Cavaliers. I really thought that we were a team that could be very competitive with them, and not only did we beat them, we kind of dominated them. And mm-hmm. this kind of show this kind of shows the vindication because no matter how many variations people want to say that that trade was. Danny, when Danny Ainge just got a heist over for for Rudy, for Rudy Gobert, there was no way you're going to tell me that they were going to settle for anything less than, you know, what 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 they got in that trade. And I'm just going to say that, you know, I'm really glad that they finally did this. And I don't want to hear how Cleveland was a fraud team or a team that was weaker, because throughout the whole year. Everyone kept saying that that team was better than us, and we kind of proved it now. <laughs> You're right, Jose. The proof is in the fact. Thanks for the phone call. The proof is in the fact that we're we're moving on, and they aren't. It says it all. Gordon, that's, that's the what ultimate point to get the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean it's it's five games. Yeah, it's five games, and and what would have look if the Knicks had Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, it's impossible to know how things would have played out. But I know one thing. After game one, I did some math, Larry. Donovan Mitchell averaged 19 points in the series mm-hmm. in the other four games. World of difference. World of you difference. wouldn't have had Josh Hart. No, you, you would not. Have, I would think you would not have made that deal. Yeah. I, it's kind of hard to know, yeah. you know, who would have been in the deal, who would not have mm-hmm. been. But really what that would have done, was it would kind of put you in the, the spot that we were talking about with Cleveland before. Now, Cleveland – They've kind of capped what their options are moving forward. Yep. Now, they got a very good player in Donovan Mitchell, but they, they gave him a bunch of draft picks, and that's what the Knicks would have been done. They, they would have given up. The Knicks right now, they not only have the first-round playoff win, but they, they still kind of have a blank slate for mm-hmm. moving forward. they still got a bunch of draft picks. They still have players that are young and controllable. So, um, yeah, the Knicks' future is far brighter than Cleveland's. No doubt about it. And, um, you know, while we're jumping on Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland has some answers, to, some questions to be answered as well. He was awful in this series, Gordon. He, we talked about the bigs. We talked about Mitchell. He was an all-star this year. He was awful in this series. Did not show up except for one game. Did not show up. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Awful. Not good. No, Cleveland has a long list of uh, people. people that they're going to blame after this series. No question yeah, about it. There's no question. There's no doubt. And it, and the line starts with Donovan Mitchell, and you go right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's at the front of the line, and everybody else is right behind him. We'll continue to take your Nick calls, but we will hear from the new guy in town, Gordon Damer, Aaron Rodgers. He met the media today in New York. Oh, he 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 was Gordon. He was he was. 
if he plays as well as he did today, <laughs> they, they, the start planning the parade route. <laughs> Jets are in good shape. He was outstanding today. Oh, he was good. I got to give him credit. He was good. We'll discuss it, and you hear from him next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I think that's that's important. we got to learn how to win as a team and win consistently. we got to set realistic and large expectations. I think there's been a lot of, like, Super Bowl or bust conversations and I say embrace that because that's the type of franchise, that's the type of fan base that you want to be a part of. You want to be a part of the team and a fan base that's just saying, hey, let's have a good season. Hey, let's go out and win nine games. Or let's go out and you know, be on the edge of a playoff contention. No, let's set expectations. And in this case, I truly believe this, realistic expectations. That we're one of the handful of teams that can go out and do this. And let's set those expectations. Let's believe in it. Let's figure out how we're going to get there together. Let's go freaking do it. Aaron Rodgers on the Michael K. Show earlier today here on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer till midnight. Then there's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. And Gordon, here's a guy who's not trying to temper expectations. Here's a guy who embraces it. He is, he's a gunslinger and he's come to town. There's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. And his name is Aaron Rodgers. He was great today with the, the K. Show guys. He was on his game. And uh, hopefully that's not the last time that they will talk to him. I don't know. He's very close with McAfee, and he likes going on that show. I, I felt like he was sensational with the guys today. Um, and he can try and temper expectations all he wants. <laughs> as soon as game one happens and, and something goes wrong, that whole plan is out the window. So it's all well and good to try and have a plan and, and stick to it, but the, the expectations are not set by the quarterback. They're not set by the GM. They're really kind of set by fans. What do they expect? And fans are expecting the Jets to have a deep run in the playoffs. And if this is the only shot that they have with Aaron Rodgers, because you can't promise next year, it has to be more than just a, a playoff run. It has to be a, at least a Super Bowl appearance, if not a win. Yep, there's no question about that. And he was asked about that. Are you sure you'll play beyond this season? I want to play as long as it's fun. I want to play as long as I'm enjoying it, as long as my body can, you know, can uh, can make it through. There's been a lot of changes in in medicine and nutrition and diet and rehab and prehab and all these different modalities that people have done to to stay active and to stay uh, athletic. Um, and you know, I've been a proponent of all those things, and it's really helped me the last few years doing certain things to to keep my legs and to feel like I'm strong throughout the season. And, and that's always a part of it. But I'm just honestly just focusing on this season right now. And uh, the Jets did give a lot up to, to bring me in. And I'm fully aware of that. But, you know, right now I'm just going to focus on this year. And I'd like to play as long as I, I'm healthy and, and love it. And being back here with Coach Hackett, who always made every single day fun for three years in Green Bay, I think the fun part's going to be there. So it's just a matter of making sure my body is, is able to withstand the grind of a season. And um, we'll start with 2023 and take it from there. Yeah, he um, – once again, Gordon, you're right. Uh, with the case show, he was excellent. The press conference, he was excellent. Uh, saying hello to everybody, repeating their names so he gets to them. I mean, it, you could not have scripted better for him uh, at an opening press conference. And now that's great. He won the press conference. Great. Now let's see if he can get on the field and help this team be a competitive team and a team that can go deep into the playoffs and, for their sake, hopefully the Super Bowl. And this was the easy part. 
Oh, absolutely. This this is the easiest press conference he's going to have. Uh, yes. But at least it was the it was an easy press conference when Adam Gase got introduced, and that did not go well. So no. uh, just because it's the easiest one doesn't mean that it always uh, goes according to plan. So um, he did he said all the right things, and I give him credit. I don't feel like he ever says things just to say them. I don't think mm-hmm. he plays that game. Mm-hmm. And what somebody might have said today, well, yeah, I'm really interested in a second seat. I wouldn't believe him if he said that he was going to stay for a second season right now anyway. Right. So the fact he said, if it's fun, if they, you can envision a, a, a playoff run if they lose in overtime of the AFC championship game. Maybe he says, you know what, I, I want to try to put this over the top. If they don't have as good a season, if they just barely make the playoffs, maybe he says, you know what, enough is enough. I, I got to get out of here. But uh, that's for that's a question for, for down the road. Yeah, absolutely right. 1-800-919-3776. Back to the phones. We go. Ken is in Queens. What's up, Ken? Ken, turn your radio off. All right, bye, Ken. Uh, let's go to 7 in Westchester. 7, you're next on 98.7. I am ready, Larry. Um, I did have a comment about the Knicks, and I thought they played well as a team. Don't mess up the chemistry. Let this team grow. Switching to Aaron Rodgers. This brother was so smooth today, Larry. I was like, man, this dude is saying all the right things. And he said he wasn't the savior. I appreciated that. Like, don't go past one year. Let's see what we do right now. I, I like I I like this dude is is his like going to the dark room thing. <laughs> I was like, nah, let's see what this guy brings because I think he's a real deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think, but I'm I'm like I'm liking Aaron as a real good transition, and he's not Brett Favre. Thank you for the call. All right, Seven. Thanks for checking in. Uh, listen, we know what he can do on the field. Okay, he's a future Hall of Fame quarterback. There's no question about it. He is going to be Gordon behind Joe Namath because Joe Namath has a Super Bowl ring. He's going to be the next best quarterback that they've had. It's not even close. (laughs) It's not close. So you know what he's able to do. You know what he can bring to the table. It's just a matter of him trying to raise and and elevate this, 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 uh, this young team. And Gordon, the most important thing is to teach them how to win because they don't know how to win. They don't know. They haven't won. Not even, we're not talking playoffs. They haven't won. They haven't had a regular season where they've won. So this is all teaching them to to win is the most important thing. It takes, it's the little things that kill you. Everybody takes care of the big things all the time. Well, we know this, we know that. It's the little things. It's the extra moments. You know, Gordon, you've covered sports forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's the little, it's the extra time in, in the film room. It's it's extra time after practice when I'm throwing to receivers. It's it's the extra time that we're chatting with, with coaches and, and extra reps and doing all this stuff. Those are the things that help you win. And that's what that's what this team has to learn. How that's that's what this team has to learn about. And it all depends on what version of Aaron Rodgers are we getting. Are we getting a, a version of Aaron Rodgers that he's been for the most part of his career, and he has a bounce back year from this past season, and he's healthier than he's been? Well, great. Or is it the version of Aaron Rodgers that we've seen with other guys that are great quarterbacks? They go to the other team that they're okay, but they're not what they were. That's all going to be determined in the course of the season. But in terms of his performance today, this was the easy part, and he nailed it. He did. Freddie's in the Big Apple. What's up, Freddie? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Um, one elated Knicks fan here. 
But I think we need to stop this lunacy of thinking that the Knicks is better off without Randall. As good as Obi Toppin playing, he's nowhere near the player that Randall is. And we need Randall if we're going to advance further. I also think the Knicks would have an easier path if Miami beats Milwaukee. But I think Milwaukee is going to come back and win this series. Also, um, instead of criticizing Donovan Mitchell, let us praise um, Josh Hart for the defense he played on Donovan. It's no coincidence that since Gibbs exclusively placed Josh Hart on Donovan Mitchell, its production dropped off. It was a blessing in this guy when Quinton Grimes got injured. Thank you, guys. All right, Freddie, thanks for the phone call. I think you can do both. I think you can question Donovan Mitchell, uh, and you can also praise Josh Hart for the job he did on him, Gordon. I, th- I think both can be true uh, because, I mean, Josh Hart has defended him in the series other than the past three games, and Donovan Mitchell in the first couple of games, especially game two, was outstanding. So, yes, yes, you're right. Josh Hart did a tremendous job on him, but, uh, you know, let, let, let's – be honest, Donovan Mitchell was not the same player the last two games. Gordon, he just wasn't. He was supposed to be the superstar in the series, and it did not play out that way. He did not He did not lift the team out of the situations they were in, and it wasn't even that they lost in spite of everything that's, that Donovan Mitchell did, right? If he was scoring 35 a game and they lost, nobody was really criticizing Donovan Mitchell for losing game one because he scored 38. <laughs> But again, after that that one game, he he averaged nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So he he just uh, it's not easy. This is not a seventy one point defense. <laughs> he had seventy one points going, but this is not that type of defense. This this is not. And listen, we jump on Thibodeau a lot, but defensively, he did he did a fabulous job in overplaying the passing lanes, forcing turnovers. Uh, making them having tough shots and just being physical. I mean, the defensive game plan that the Knicks had was flawless. It's flawless. I, I think Tibbs, as clearly and as definitively as the Knicks won that series, I think Tibbs won the, the coaching matchup that definitively and, and clearly as well. Yeah, it wasn't close. It wasn't. Dante's in Queens. What's up, Dante? Hey, guys. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Just wanted to make a comment about the Knicks and then a quick Jets comment. As far as the Knicks, I like that we're trending in the right direction because, you know, you you, you can't really say, like, same old Knicks because other Knicks would have rested on their laurels and been like, oh, you know, this is too difficult. We got game six in the back pocket. But they came – Took care, took care of business, and you know, really, really proud of them. Um, as far as the Jets, the fact that Aaron Rodgers, you know, handled himself really well at the press conference, it actually makes Don Lagreca's, you know, take make him look like a bigger bozo. I don't know why, you know, he even said that, and you know how someone has to tell Aaron Rodgers how to conduct them. The guy's the guy's an eighteen year vet. So I mean it's it, 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 it it's just weird because it's like that you know, comments like that 
or partially the reason why certain guys don't want to come to New York because, yeah, you're going to get asked the tough questions, but at the same time, you know, as someone in the media, you have a responsibility to, like, be less of a jerk, basically. And that's just my, my opinion. All right, Dante, thanks for the phone call. I don't know what he's re- referring yeah, to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's referring to. But I will say this. If you go back and you look at um, Aaron Rodgers, some of Aaron Rodgers' press conferences over the past couple of years when he was not happy in Green Bay, they were not the best. And so, you know, maybe that's what Don was referring to. But once again, I'm not sure. sure. Dante, you should just call LaGreca and and just, you know, talk talk to him during the case. Clear the air. Clear the air. Yeah, because I I don't know. But I do know he, he, he... Listen, like a lot of athletes, when they don't perform well, Gordon, they're not happy people. <laughs> and this idea that the media are what athletes are so yeah. concerned about uh, not know. coming here. I, find me the example of that. Who, who's the athlete who said, you know what, I don't want to go to New York because then I'm going to have to deal with the media. Trust me, yeah. the media fly. They go different places. Then That's there's right. going to be media wherever you go. We travel. Yeah. <laughs> we travel. Faraz is in Smithtown. Faraz, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry, how you doing? What's up, man? Uh, I just want to talk about the game. You know, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I'm so, so happy with where this team is and where it's been for the last, uh, you know, four or five seasons. And, you know, at this point, you know, since they clinched this series, I'm just – anything that happens after this, for me, is just icing on top of the cake. I don't I – t- it's been a successful season for me, and I'm just really, really – uh, looking forward to what happens next for this team. I think we've done a great job. Tom Thibodeau's done a great job. And uh, something just really, really, uh, you know, special is going on with this team. And I just wanted to know what your thoughts are. Um, obviously, the next move for the, to, to elevate this team to the next level would be to bring in a superstar. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on who that person should be and who can it be given the current landscape. Thank you. Thanks for the phone call. Faraz, I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah, it's not really the time for it. I just want to I just want to enjoy this. I want to I want to be happy with it. I understand what you're saying, and I know we've kind of touched about it. Where's the next step? But mm-hmm. I think really ultimately that's going to be decided by by A, how far they go, and B, what keeps them what stopped them from going further. Okay? If it's if it's a three and D guy, for example, that they get killed by, okay, then you know maybe we need to go out and get a three and D guy that that's better. If it's if it's uh, you know more depth at the four, okay, then maybe we need another guy at the four. I think that's where the, that's where they'll go, but it's too early to figure that out. And maybe what they will find is maybe we don't need another superstar per se, Gordon, but we need another veteran player who can help us, you know, solidify the young players that we have and, and, and add more depth to the team. Maybe it's something that way, but I, I don't think they know yet because they want to see how far this team can go, how far the team goes. Yeah, they're, they're not going to write the sequel until they finish this story. <laughs> yep. And, and I do think that this takes the pressure off of them to be forced to make a move. If, if, the, if the roles were reversed and the Cavaliers won this series, well, then then you, you, you really are, are put – the pressure has been put on you to go out and find that superstar, and if you have to overpay, well, so be it. 
the fact that the Knicks handled the Cavaliers and didn't lose to Donovan Mitchell, I think, and are going to the second round for the first time in a decade, I think that takes the pressure off where they don't feel that there's not going to be the need to go all in on some deal just to make it and get some big name here. And, and you kind of have to trust the organization that's running things because the moves that they've made, be it a lot of us disagreed with those moves between mm-hmm. hiring Tibbs, between trusting Randall and giving him that contract, uh, the, the Brunson move, it was an overpay, Josh Hart, all those things. I think you can kind of trust in the organization now. Yeah. And so you, you, They've done a good job, so we just wait and see what happens. And and depending on where this team goes, then you figure it out for them. But for right now, for Oz, I know you said that you've enjoyed the season. The season's been a success. No but the question. best part of it for Oz is it's not over. It's not over yet. So you can it could be even more of a success, which, yes, will put more pressure on them to duplicate wherever they go to at least get back there next year. But for Oz, don't worry about that. You worry about next year, next year. Just enjoy it. They're not it's, operating from a level of desperation no. anymore. It's a pleasure. This has been a great year, Gordon. Oh, no question. I mean, no ping pong balls. Have to worry nope. about that. Nope. You know, you, you made a big trade at the deadline to improve your team. I mean, it just gets, it, it can only go up. It can only go up. We'll wrap up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon and I will chat about a couple of things next on 98.7 ESPN. Aaron Rodgers is a great man. I don't need it. I want it. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, we take requests on ESPN yeah. New York tonight. One time for the city. Yeah. Same horror as before. The smoke got blowing orange laws. Meaning you pursue it your own cause. Last of a breed to do it how we was taught. Gods in the raft is covering you and yours. Gather around. The world's most famous battlegrounds. Infamous enough where they have it. The new edition of Go New York, Go New York, Go. Interesting. Hard to stay in Damer until midnight on 98.7 ESPN. What do you think about that, Gordon? Uh, it's certainly more uh, with it nowadays. Yes. It's a little different. Even I know that, and I'm not with it nowadays. Oh, you're with it. No, not at all. Listen, you know what I've noticed? You've got, you've that, got adolescence. Uh, you are with it. <laughs> I have, uh, you know, I'm watching uh, videos. Now AI, Larry, uh-huh. is able to take musicians who are no longer with us and they can take their previous music and can formulate it into songs, hit songs that we already know. Like, I was watching a video today about uh, that was Michael Jackson's voice, but he was singing The Weeknd, uh, I Feel It Coming. Really? It's, unbe- it's, it's in the state. You would, you would think that it was, it was actually Michael Jackson singing it. Wow. So the future is all about AI. But I was I was listening to like I was, I was listening to some Beatles songs and it mm-hmm. was um, Lennon singing some McCartney songs. It was McCartney singing some Lennon songs. Wow! And you would never know. It sounds perfect. It's incredible. Just but back one... to that. I'm not hip, I'm not hip enough to give a music review, but clearly that is more hip than uh, the yeah, Go oh, New York, Go New York, Go New York song. It's not even close. Not even close. It tells it's more a, of a story a too. Yeah. yeah, it tells more of a story. 
And don't see that information you got from Gordon. That's just some of the things. So he didn't even get that on TikTok. But wait till you hear him on Saturday when he tells you what oh, he did I've find learned, out on TikTok. I, I learned so much. I, oh. I, I learned more on, on that app than I did in four years of college. <laughs> Seven years of college down the drain, Larry. <laughs> well, I know my eight was tough, too. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the phones. Saeed's in Brooklyn. Saeed, you're next on 98.7. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, I wanted to apologize. Last month I called and I said, Gordon's criticism of the Knicks last year made you want to fight him. And you guys roasted me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but look at, look at how these last couple of seasons brought out the best and the worst of us fans. You know, um, I am so excited, excited, Gordon and Larry. Um, we're the first time in, you know, in, in since, the, since Carmelo, like, like we've got nothing but we got nothing but to look forward to better days. Like even if we don't make it past the second round, we just have a lot to be thankful for. And I want to appreciate you guys for a great season. And you know I, I appreciate you guys, and I love listening. You guys are a, a big part of my evening. I love you guys, man. That's all I want to say. Well, thank you, Saeed, for the kind words. And yes. Saeed, the season's love not you over. Too. Season's not over. It's still, we're still going on, my friend. We're still going on. And you know what bothers me about the thinking ahead part of it is the offseason is when bad teams, that's when bad teams look forward to things. Mm-hmm. You don't look forward to things during the season because the season's a mess. And there's right. been plenty of seasons where the Knicks, where the, the, the good thing was after the season. Yeah. So let's not think yeah. about what happens after the season or what the no. move is right. Let's enjoy it. We're in the playoffs and we're a factor in the playoffs and we're coming off a series win in the playoffs where we out... Even the most optimistic Nick fan, I didn't hear one Nick fan say we're going to win this series in five. No. Not one. No. No. Because you didn't think so. No. Because you were afraid of Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You were afraid of Donovan Mitchell. And, and it wasn't even five hard-fought games. No. There was one hard-fought game. Yep. Just one. It, it's, it's amazing. It, it's, it's really amazing. And here's what, make this, what makes this so good, Gordon. It's unexpected. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not like Carmelo. When Carmelo came here, we started yep. thinking, "Okay, Absolutely. we're going to win now." Oh, mm-hmm. we got we, we got, got our Mello. superstar. We got our superstar, and we got Mr. Big Shot from Detroit. You know, and we had Amari Stoudemire. So now Amari's got some help, and it's like, "Oh, we're we're ready to go. We're ready to go. We're gonna we're gonna finally, finally, win a championship." So after being you know disappointed there again, this is like. And we said it before, Gordon, these, these are the ones that are, that are the best when you don't expect them and you're just riding along. That's what makes it, That's what makes this so much fun so far. Absolutely. Uh, when it comes faster than you thought it was going to, because I think there was some optimism that eventually this group would, would find some success, but it came a whole lot quicker this year and uh, it continues now. So, you know, on to the second round. Hopefully this uh, Bucks Heat series, it looks like uh, right now, but it's still very close though. Still Seven close, though. points, fourth yeah. quarter. That's not the type of lead you would expect for the Bucks. But hopefully that's a nice long series, and uh, we can we can look ahead to whoever the Knicks are going to play, Larry. All right, my friend, be good on the radio tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night following. Rangers Devils. Either Harvey or Joe is going to be happy. The other one's going to be sad. We'll find out tomorrow night. Uh, special thanks to them for their great work. Up next, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, they'll talk about NFL, they'll talk about Aaron Rodgers, they'll talk about NBA, they'll talk to you next on 98.7 ESPN.